Welcome to Egg Food What, the first and only podcast about people eating stuff. I'm Mike Lisk. Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Egg Food What. Uh, Mike, I believe we have a special guest uh, again this week. Uh, Our special guest again is in the same guest again, but again, we have a special guest. Yeah. Damn it. See, I fucked that up. This is why we got to rehearse, Mike. What was it with that hand gesture, too? You're working in hand gestures when you uh, introduce introduce yourself, yeah? Did I? Yeah, there was a little hand gesture. What? We're here today with Will Croxton. Now, Will is a musician. Um... I don't know if you want me to tell anything about your other activities, but uh, you can <laughs> you can do that oh, on your whoa. own. <laughs> the, the state is on the list of activities. We could, I guess, we could spend all night on that. <laughs> but if it wasn't for Will, I never, I never would have true. met Greg. That's true. There, there would have never been an egg foo what? That is, I was not <laughs> expecting that. I got to be honest, that World. bomb uh, hit me pretty hard right now. I'm going to need a second. So maybe yeah, Bono's on to something. I, I read a little quote from Bono last week. Oh, God. If you're where you should be, you'll meet whom you need to meet. So maybe being in the same office with Will, back in the day, this is many years ago. We're going back to the 90s. Oof. The good old 90s. And uh, me and Gre- uh, me and Will uh, were put on a team. This this was new, and I you know I'd worked in corporate America for a while, but now I come to this new office. The great, best and, office ever. And and <laughs> yeah, love, we'll get, we'll get it. into we'll get into it. Uh, we're working together. Will was lumped in with us. You were working there before we got there, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, Wait, we. we we wow. we literally moved as a a full team, except Will. Will was the one outsider who joined our team from another office, which was literally across the street. And so Will was the new guy, and he was. You were the guy. Gra- What's that? In in uh, NBC te- terminology, you would be the guys from Stanford. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The office, uh, which I I knew nothing about until recently. <laughs> so I can get which office is, references, which now. is incredible. <laughs> Are you caught up to? Have you caught up to the dinner party yet? Oh no, no, I've seen all the office now. Oh, you did. I'm, I'm literally, you know, if I see like an episode that I liked, I'll, I'll watch it for the second time. Will said he can write his best script about uh, Egg Food What in the office. So, oh, okay, we'll be expecting that soon. <laughs> So our team moved over to Will's office. He joined. He joined our team, and it was it was quite a team, wouldn't you say? Yes, very much so. <laughs> One of our team members was a former stripper who slept with Billy Idol not once but twice. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was about nine hundred years old. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> beep 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 beep. So. I, I I never heard this. Is this woman who slept with Billy Idol the one woman I know from your office I'm thinking of? No. Okay. Actually, you surprised me with that because I I didn't I did. remember her coming over with us, but was she there very long or is she just briefly? I know who you're yeah. talking about. 
because I'd, I'd heard this story, of course, as well. <laughs> I can't recall. And uh, and it was funny, too, because she was she was a very nice person, but supremely untalented. Mm -hmm. uh, single. <laughs> yeah. And she and she wore very short skirts, as I remember. What do you mean supremely the, untalented? To the Didn't office. A, a legal she, office? Like how <laughs> she was doing. I mean, untalented. <laughs> but, she wasn't passing those reports around quick enough. I, I guess morning. Billy Idol was her former boss at where Mike came from. <laughs> she, yeah, I think she still had some of her outfits from the uh, stripping days. And... She did have a great coming to New York story, though. Oh yeah, she went to New York to go to Pratt, I believe, and um, came with like you know six hundred dollars in her hand, and happened on one of those shell games, and uh, got cleaned out within the first half hour she was in New York. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. There you Pretty. go. Uh -huh. But I guess she had the tools to uh, succeed uh, to to raise some money. Okay. So, really, quickly. Quickly. <laughs> My uh, my favorite uh, team member was a, a woman who would roll into the office usually between three three thirty in the afternoon. <laughs> so if I needed to ask her a question about some books of hers, uh, I just have to work around her schedule. Which you know she claimed that she stayed she she put in all the hours during the week. But uh, I only I would only see her for about an hour and a half, two hours tops. Oh, that flex time where you yeah, can remember just the flex time, yeah. yeah. Flex time, boy. Back then, that was something. That was very revolutionary. <laughs> well, that office. Well, I I I perceived Greg. Greg started hanging out there, right? I was the mayor. The I mayor. Worked around, I worked around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> about a year after, about a year after I'd moved and met you guys. Yeah, I got a job working literally right around the corner. And for some reason, my office stopped at four. Stop. Like we were nailing railroad tiles uh, at four. So I would just mosey over to West Group and just hang out. And uh, very entertaining next to a certain, I'll say his name because he's not like Ricky Hustle. Ricky like I, Hustle, yeah. I usually hung out uh, within listening distance of him for my entertainment. <laughs> So I'd go there every day. It was it was, it was fantastic because yeah. that was the wild west of corporate America. There was no <laughs> bosses, nobody did act any actual work or knew what they were supposed to do. I, I, I was just going to get favorite into that. Is how, that self immolation of y'all's. I was just getting to going to get into that. I, I was finally making some decent money. I had worked at. Uh... Here comes the bragging. <laughs> no, right. no, no, no. Right. By decent, I mean like barely able to su support myself. But, but it was off. better. It was better than what I was making at Simon and Schuster, a big name place. Burn Simon and Schuster. <laughs> Ouch! And, and I was there eight years. That was like one of the biggest regrets of my my working days was that uh, I stayed too long there. At Simon and Schuster. I mean, I don't, I don't encourage anybody to get into publishing now, but uh, nobody, <laughs> nobody told me that you got to bounce in the early days. That's the only way you're gonna get higher uh, salaries, you know. And people did that, and I was the stupid one who stayed at a, a job that I should have worked for about a year, two years, and and got went on to the next one. But I waited. I was there eight years. Um, but then finally, I got into law publishing. And it paid better. Finally got into law publishing. <laughs> well, Finally. 
Well, yeah, no, it, it wasn't a goal. It was just. I'm going to uh, talk to your uncle Mike. He finally made it. Opportunities opened up, and <laughs> and I found that law publishing paid better. And uh, not only that, when I started working at um, West Group, I did notice that not only was it an easy gig, oh, as, as you said, like I mean, my my workload was actually lessened when I moved to 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 the new office. So I had less books to work on. And uh, this was when the Internet was just popping up. And people were literally playing Doom, right? I mean, would you say like half the staff was playing Doom and you could walk in the hallways amongst the cubicles and you could just see everybody's playing Doom? <laughs> like, a year. They, they told us we were being laid off and they gave us a year mm -hmm. Uh I think it was a year and I seem to be the only person not playing doom. I was busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A year, a year. Were y'all in France? I mean, it was very gracious. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually. Yeah. I, I actually jumped pretty early when we got the notice that they were closing, but here's the thing, you know, I mean, I don't know the exact reason they, they closed the office. Maybe somebody finally got wind that uh, we weren't doing a whole lot of work. Well, I, I thought that I thought the story was that questionnaire y'all filled out. Well, yeah, I Will, think that. Will knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I was just going to get to that part. I think basically everybody had an, you know, not everybody. I mean, well, yeah, you're working. You you were in a different department, so I didn't really quite know what your workload was like. But you know, I think everybody else was pretty relaxed as far as workloads go, and yet they still complained. Well, That's the thing. It. It, it, it was the constant complaints. And I remember, yeah, they, they even brought in like some sort of facilitator to like to help us out of our dysfunction. <laughs> I mean, it was weird, you know? Yeah. You were, you were yeah, you remember that, right? Yeah. And and it was it was crazy because it was like we, we, we can work whenever we want to. Uh, by that time, I had amassed ridiculous vacation times. Mm hmm. It was just, it was crazy. But I remember, you know, everyone was jumping up and down. They were so happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I walked out with like a good severance pay mm -hmm. and I had a job for like a month or two. And then over the course of the next like two years, the publishing industry and the music industry, the bottom completely fall, fell out of both of them. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, any income to be derived from either one was instantly. Uh -huh. So I had a uh, a fun next decade. Yeah. Yikes. I was there. <laughs> but I, Greg, I Greg was there to observe it all. I mean, you, you picked up the vibe that uh, it was a pretty relaxed environment. Uh, you mentioned Ricky Hustle. When you mentioned Ricky Hustle, I, I, I see him wearing that, uh, Nets, that, that Nets t-shirt. He, I think he wore that Nets t-shirt almost every day of the week right i mean it 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 was so it was becoming translucent <laughs> it was just you know i mean you got to change the shirt up once in a while um but he was an interesting character i mean there were lots of fun people there almost too fun uh i i think you know if i continued at that office much longer i don't know if i would be alive today because there was a hard charging after work drinking crowd. And uh, we had some fun.
I wasn't a part of that. I don't remember yeah. that. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's where I met you. That's where that's where I put two and two together. Oh, this guy that yeah. hangs out at the office all the time. He doesn't work there. I, I thought he worked there. I should have just started ordering everybody around. <laughs> I heard you people don't do fucking work. I'm here to clean up this mess. You were like pulling. I've a been Michael... sent here from corporate. <laughs> you were Mitch and Murray. You pulled a Mike uh, Michael Richards uh, routine there. What? Remember the Seinfeld episode when he he doesn't have the oh, job and he... well, yeah. Anybody else would have said Kramer. <laughs> okay. When you say pull a Michael Richards, <laughs> that insinuates I'm walking around the office yelling the N word, which I promise you didn't happen. No, Kramer, his character, yes, for yeah. those who need help. But um, yeah, it was it was a, an interesting experience, and uh, we would go to the uh, the White Horse Tavern. You know, the, the famous White Horse Tavern was one of our stops. And the place with all you can drink for 10 bucks on Thursday nights. Was that the Antarctica? Yeah, I was just going to say Antarctica. Oh, God. Are, are any of these places? <laughs> it's all coming back to Will. So, some bad nights. After uh, one night being there and watching a guy leaning back on, on, a, uh, on a bench and he had a raincoat draped over him and I couldn't figure out what was going on until finally I saw the raincoat was moving and realized that there was a woman underneath of it. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, in New York know. City. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see that. And this was relatively early at night, right? I mean, we're talking about helping Greg find his $20 that he lost. On the yeah. Way. Yeah. So damn it. Uh-huh. Now my, my memory of Antarctica was some guy getting a, uh, Flaming shot and not having a very steady hand. Next thing you know, uh, he's on fire and people are <laughs> trying to put him out. Uh, so, yeah, anything could happen at that place and did. The White Horse was another story. I mean, we racked up some pretty incredible tabs there. Um, we had, a, like I said, it was a pretty hard charging group. And I'd have to get to, back to Bayonne. You know, I'd have to get a train. I'd have to get a bus. Sometimes I, I, you know, it's like, how did I get back? You know, it was uh, quite an adventure. And then Ricky Hustle, didn't he have a fight one time with uh, one of our friends? He did. Uh, uh, it, it almost escalated into a fight. It uh -huh. was a, a little standoff. Which <laughs> no one intervened. <laughs> I thought, it, yeah, I thought the table went oh. over. I thought a table went over. I no, I was just sitting there and I was like, okay. <laughs> I was trying to rack my brain because it was a classic stupid over stupid nonsense. You know, Which... I mean, most most bar battles are stupid, but uh, that one in particular I thought was really bad. And, and I was trying to find, remember what it was, but I, yeah. It's, it's oh, this lost. was at the bar? Yeah, it was, we oh, were at a bar. In the office because one of my favorite memories is hanging out. I think he said maybe he sat near Will when I was hanging out Will's cube and Ricky Hustle's on the phone screaming at somebody, get your boss on the phone. And who is your boss? Saddam Hussein. <laughs> I was like, wow, this is the best place. Uh-huh. Yeah, he was uh yeah, I, I didn't work with him directly, but yeah, Will was in, in close proximity to him, so that must have been uh, exciting. And you guys should tell why he earned his name. I don't know. I don't know why he did. Come on, Ricky. I don't have. I don't have the that origin guy, right? story. Oh, gave him that name, right? It was Ricky Hustle. He was a dead ringer for Pete Rose. 
okay. Well, really? Okay. It sounds like he had the anger issues. <laughs> the anger, he had the hair. It was, uh, yeah, he never knew what was going to happen when you were next to him. Uh-huh. And based on uh, my interactions with him, he may have been uh, taking steroids like other baseball players. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wonder, I, I would pay money to see what uh, AC is up to these days, though. Maybe even more so than Ricky Hustle. Yeah, he was he was an interesting character. He was what I remember him about was that he he was a guy who worked there, and uh, I guess he didn't need to cash his checks. I remember that he had a stack of them. Yeah, up in his office. apparently his checks would just accumulate in his office. Money was meaningless to him. <laughs> I look back then, like, how did he get hired? Yeah, he like was, Ricky Hustle, you know, he's survived. Uh-huh. He's probably okay. He's like a cockroach. No one's getting rid of Ricky Hustle. But AC, you feel like, how did he get through the day? <laughs> how, how did anything happen with that guy? Yeah, I don't know what he did there, actually, myself. I, Yeah, he was out of my uh, realm. But, I was uh, ever, so, no idea what he did. <laughs> no, nobody had. No, okay. So nobody knew what he did. In that hallway, the previous to you guys getting there was like everyone who didn't who had a job with a very non-specific, you know, a job. I, I don't know. What they were just left, leftovers. Where uh, Sylvia was, mm-hmm. uh, who went on to fame with um, Eastbound and Down. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember her. I, I would see her on the path train occasionally. Uh, but that was about it. I, I never, I don't think I ever spoke, spoke um, a word to her. But, but I did hear she was on Eastbound and Down. Yes. But uh yeah, that was a moment when she showed up on there. <laughs> All right. Okay. Enough memory lane, but we will say that <laughs> if it wasn't for you and Will working together, this this would not be happening. Right, yeah. Now, let's get let's dive into yeah. the Virginia history. Well, I was going to say maybe Will can eat his uh, Will's got his food. Getting cold. <laughs> Literally killing me right now. Okay. All right. So I, All right. I want to bring up something uh, with, while I have both of you here. Mm-hmm. You're, you're billing this podcast as a as a as a show about or a podcast about people eating stuff. <laughs> you never eat anything on here. <laughs> One of you generally doesn't even eat what the others are eating. So I thought it was about time to actually make this podcast about people eating stuff. Okay. Uh, I had some problems because. I haven't ordered Chinese food in maybe a decade. Oh, look who's too good for Chinese. Oh, things are good. <laughs> Not wow. Number one. But um, and all of a sudden I realized there's no Chinese restaurants in my neighborhood anymore. They're all gone. Wow. That's kind of amazing to me. New York, like bulletproof, you know, mm-hmm. uh, glass uh, places. They're all they're all literally gone. You have to wow. go to CD neighborhoods to get them. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just realized that the and Greg, you've probably been here before. Golden China, that oh, was yeah. right from my first apartment in New York. All of a sudden today, I was like, "I bet that's still there," and it is. Oh, okay. So I went there, and what I, street was that? Uh, it's off of Havemeyer, Havemeyer and Metropolitan. Yeah, I mean, it's like literally the same signage that was there when I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it has not changed at all. Uh, it's cash only, which is historic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I ordered egg foo young, uh, which I, all right, 
What'd you get? Did you get pork? I should have told you to get pork. Well, this is a funny thing. I did. I thought egg foo young was just egg foo young. Uh, but then I remembered you guys did an episode where you talked about different kinds. Yeah. Thanks um, for listening. It's always nice to meet fans. As a Greg, <laughs> I did not order the egg foo young because uh, that sounded super disgusting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I don't know what this looks like. I do remember seeing Greg eat it before, but oh, okay. Um. Oh, and nice. Oh no, she did put utensils in here. Okay. So. I got stuff. Okay, white rice. I have a very funny white rice story for you guys. Uh, setting expectations, Will. I don't know. That doesn't work well here. <laughs> but I think we might uh, get some Kitchen Confidential uh, hits as mm-hmm. after tonight. Because I might be your who has ever actually worked in the Chinese food industry. Okay. Wow. Okay. Grad school, I was a waiter at a Chinese restaurant. And um, I observed some things that were shocking. Uh, number one, I you guys have brought up several times uh, the fact that some Chinese food on the menu might be catered to Americans. Yes, I think all of it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I know this for a couple of reasons. One, I was friends with the guys who worked in the kitchen, who were two guys who had come from, I don't even know where they come from, but somewhere in China. And basically never left the restaurant. They were terrified to leave. I don't know if they were, you know, legal, illegal, whatever. But there uh, we go. There we go. broken English. And I would say, you know, is this like the food you guys have there? And they would laugh. And they would often, when people ordered certain dishes, would run up to the door and look out the window and watch people eat it and just laugh their heads off. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Is this the place you said you and Keith? You'd order food. You'd convince the guy over the phone to grab the six pack. No, that was the place I just ordered from. Oh, okay. No, I ordered. I, I was working at this place in Virginia, so it was Harrisonburg, Virginia. So, oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, I, I meant the one off Havemeyer. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. So I worked in this Chinese restaurant. They didn't have, you know, there were only three Chinese people in the town: the owner and the two cooks. So they they the wait staff was was American, um, and and it was it stayed in my mind for many reasons. Um, the first of which is that Quan, the owner, uh, fancied himself a, a savvy businessman. And one of the things that he would have us do when we brought dishes back from outside was if there was any rice that was untouched, we mm-hmm. had to throw it back into the rice bin. Ooh. Smart. Smart. Okay. <laughs> he told us rice costs money. Yeah, I get it. You know, untouched. Is he I wrong? Mean, no, well, it's untouched. Well, it was untouched. But uh-huh. it was also a little unseemly. <laughs> but, uh, oh, on Sundays, we used to have uh, an all-you-can-eat uh, buffet, which was literally everything fried. And it was one of the most revolting uh, days that you had to work. Because if you if you were a waiter there, you had to work on Sundays because it was the busiest day. Well, because it was a buffet, you weren't going to make any tips whatsoever. You were just literally taking away... Yeah after plate after plate and people would sit there for for three and four hours going back up repeatedly waiting an hour going back they're called called heroes yes (laughs) so anyway Uh brush with chinese food but so now what what am i supposed to do with this i've got this gook you gotta you gotta locate the gravy first take a patty i like that word gravy uh this is some gelatinous oh wow okay Actually, that looks like it's going to meet uh, Greg's standards. That looks, that looks pretty good from here. Yeah. 
Stick your finger in it. <laughs> Stick your finger I didn't say in. smell it. <laughs> How's the viscosity? It's very I soft. Don't, don't make the face. This might get might get sold to uh, Warner Bros. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. So now I open up the uh, the pancake looking things. Yeah. Yep. And that's where the because I got chicken. Okay. Chicken. Uh, yeah. Just put out a patty. These okay. Like been left out in the rain for a. Uh, a night. All right. All right. You don't need to be ugly. You don't need to be mean. <laughs> and then, why do I have rice as well? Yeah, I'm. I'm beginning to think the rice is kind of a. Why do you need the rice? That's well, a good I question. Did, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Just uh, eat. I ate mine today, and for once, I didn't have the rice. Hold on. Let I me see. So much better because because egg for young is almost pure protein, right? So you don't feel as oh, afterwards. Okay. Uh, gravy, I don't know. Okay, Will is giving us a nice shot of Yeah, that's a nice here. shot. Oh, oh Will. Hey, around here. Oh. <laughs> oh, Will's wife, I'm so sorry. Okay, so what do I do now? Just pour I it over. Go sparingly with the gravy. No, no, no. You just no. pour the whole thing on there? Dump, dump it, dump it. Keep it going. You, 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 you're not going to save it anyway. You're not, not going to keep it. According to Mike, this is a, a second day thing. Well, it is it is really great the second day too. All right, he is trying. He's digging in. Get a nice bit of that gravy. I do see that they're using actual eggs. Oh, okay, that's nice and right. fluffy. That's fluffy. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. All right. Wow. Yeah. Did you get it? Um, it's not the worst thing I've ever eaten. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> I'm eating some some bad stuff. Oh, we want to hear those stories. Did are you getting enough gravy? I can't tell. It's covered in gravy. All right, all right. Uh, I don't need your attitude. I mean, I'm trying to be friendly. <laughs> <All right. laughs> trying to bring two great nations together. That's uh-huh. all. All right. Okay. I think. Uh, now let me. Now your niece and nephew both gave a thumbs up. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're what? Eight and um <laughs> oh and, and goes the lid. And because... what? Do you know? Uh well, don't worry, we'll edit that out. All right. <laughs> they listen every week. All right. So I will uh look forward to some white rice after uh podcast <laughs> over. So what's what's the verdict? Are you done tasting? Yeah. Oh, uh, you need a big bite. You did a little come on. I, I don't like the way this is going. I don't want to sit here and eat on this thing. I've got, I mean, you know, we've got stuff to talk about. Yeah. Right. So well, what, we, what would you give it? Through one uh, through ten. Talk about it. Ten. He said ten. Oh, gentlemen's two. <laughs> Shut oh. up. No, you're crazy. It was soggy. It, it literally was like it had been out in the rain all night. Um. Well, uh, yeah, the condensation yeah, probably got to it. I, I should have thought of this. Don't travel McDonald's doesn't travel. No, those those things don't travel well. I mean, perhaps if I was sitting right next to the thing, I'd give it a four. Next to what thing? The, where they were cooking it. Right. Um, I, this way, I will, I will absolutely, positively never order this again in my lifetime. <laughs> wow. Mm. All I'm right, not, now, now I, I'm going to have to interview. China you. line one. <laughs> wow. All, all right, now I'm, I'm going to lift your spirits, Greg. Remarkably, this brown stuff that you guys refer to as gravy, t- it, it, they, it's almost McDonald's-like in that 
it tastes remarkably like every other Chinese food, like that sauce, like whatever they put. I guess it's MSG. Uh, that's what uh, Greg refers to as goop. Goop. No, no, yeah. no, that's not goop. Goop is the other crap they put on. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying I, I I don't think Will is correct here. I I think goop is is different than from what I saw that gravy. Right, he's got nice gravy. His gravy looked pretty good. I mean, it's a lighter color. The the goop usually has the dark color, which is, I think, what I may have gotten. Which, uh, I'll say this, Greg. I I ordered Egg Foo Young from a a different place today. I'm going to try my my backup place. And it was very good. I'll say that. But the gravy, you wouldn't approve. It It was a dark brown gravy. Thick, no oh. thick, thick. It was it was thick though, Greg. Well, that's good. Yeah, it, it was sure. thick. So I think it was borderline for you, but the gravy was good. The uh, the patties were fluffy. Mine today were like, too. Yeah, very Something fluffy. In the air. <laughs> like I'm looking at it, it's like I don't remember like seeing like egg whites the first time I had it. You know, it just. Well, I got the house special the last time. I got the the uh, roast pork uh, egg foo young this time. And it was very good. I'll have to say that. I almost ate the full thing. I was enjoying it so much. Uh, but then I was like, you know, save save one for tomorrow because, you know, the next day it's good. That's the problem with that's the one problem is it's like pizza. I was thinking today, the problem is they give you three patties. Mm-hmm. Whereas two is just, you're really full after two. If you go for that third one, you're fucked. You're sleeping for the next six hours. <laughs> but I just wish they wouldn't even. Uh-huh. It's like when you had that two slices, second slice of pizza, and you know you shouldn't go for the third, but you can't help it. Yeah. You ate all three I'm patties. Glad yours was good. You you ate all three patties. Today, no, no. no. I think I did like one and a half. Seven. I have a feeling that if I threw these back on a frying pan, they might be a little more edible. Oh, oh, look who's doing a little backtracking now. Okay. <laughs> no, I, no, I, th- I, I think Will had a condensation. I, I mean, it, they, it was sitting there in that bag for a while, right? Yep. Yeah. Now, you got to get at it because the condensation is real. Mine had a little condensation after my short drive, not a very far drive. Uh, but it didn't, it didn't make them soggy they were still good um they were very tasty i you know uh, i'll say that greg's mm. making me a convert uh, i know which place to go to now for the egg foo young down here there you go yeah but will i assume you you, you and you coming from same town as i did uh i assume joy garden was your first chinese experience that was the entryway that yeah. was uh it was uh yeah that was a special occasion place mm-hmm. um yeah it was the only only one in town or only one near town which was about an hour away but yeah it was like the the uh go-to and i i mentioned to you guys earlier in the week uh when, when we were speculating about foods the fried wonton that was like the most exotic thing ever it wasn't always on the menu there but you know when it was it was like, you know, a special boat had come over from China. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Always disappointing <laughs> fried wonton. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I can't remember for the life of me what I used to eat back then uh, there. I don't remember. I know Mugu Gai Pan was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. But I looked at the ingredients on that, and that looks not not very appetizing. 
Yeah, that wasn't so great. You remember, did you guys ever have the LaCroix things growing up? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Greg Greg has spoken uh, at length about LaCroix. Googlessly <laughs> about it. I love LaCroix back in the day. Apparently, they just celebrated, what was it, 100 years or something? 100 years, that's right. Yeah. forgot about that. We were going to do something special. I, I... <laughs> oh, we did Greg, I don't know if you remember this, but Gina's grandfather uh, used to talk about being in the service and uh, being in Times Square and having chop suey mm-hmm. and th- saying it was the greatest thing like ever. Yeah. 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 But uh, when... I think even chow mein was a popular dish at one time. But uh, you know... oh, I wanted to uh, bring bring this up. Uh, so I have a friend who's a chef that owns uh, a couple of restaurants in, the, in my neighborhood and uh, he's Italian. And was telling me, we, we got into a discussion that somehow morphed into Chinese food one day. And he was telling me about Chinese food in Italy, how, you know, everything there is catered towards the Italians. There's pasta, um, you know, tomatoes are part of the, the deal. So I think just oh, from really? the country, it just changes for huh. whatever whatever mm-hmm. the population is. Well, that sounds interesting. I mean, I like Italian food. Yeah. But so, would I would have to find somebody in Italy to ship it to me. I mean, yeah, it could be costly. Yeah, there might be a lot of condensation after that long delivery. <laughs> we'll pay for that to happen. So did uh, your dish uh, satisfy today, Greg? Mine was I, great. I mean, did you try a different place? I mean, the, did the gravy meet your standards? Yep. Yeah, okay. The, uh, the patties were fluffy. Sometimes they're not super fluffy. The gravy was perfect. And just in case, I got my little side order of chick- uh, McNuggets, and they were... These Chinese people are batting a thousand when it comes to chicken tenders. They were delightful. <laughs> delightful. I got some, my, yeah, uh, my, my, mine. Mine was great. Just standard, great egg foo young. Uh-huh. No, no better than the best I've had, but no worse than the best I've had. Just perfect. What I, what I want. Mm-hmm. Now take us back to uh, you two meeting. Uh, now. I don't even think I know the origin stories of how you grew up together. Uh, I believe, Greg, you went to school with Will's brother. Is that uh, how you yeah. came into I, I, orbit? Yeah, I grew up. I was, I was best friends with his brother when we were kids. Well, our teenagers in high school. Mm-hmm. That. A young buck, as you like to refer to yourself. I was a young buck prancing through the woods into adulthood. <laughs> uh, and Will by then had already been uh he had already done college and he was a grown-up in dc and then he had been in a great band we loved and so you know we thought he was the coolest coolest thing on the planet uh Mm -hmm. uh, which i which i kept going up until about four minutes ago when he gave me his egg food young report (laughs) all that goodwill gone after 30 Mm -hmm. 40 years so Uh so I, i i actually well, I was friends with his brother. Right. In the time, so. uh-huh. I didn't realize there was... Well, Will's getting emotional thinking about me. <laughs> we'll give him a second. <laughs> so so Will would know... Well, no, he, he's... I, I thought... Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to speculate about... Uh, yeah, I thought you were closer in age, but, um, but that's... Uh, so he was actually in college when you first met him? I think he was out of college. I think he's after he's college. out of college. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were already in DC. Well, mm-hmm. oh. but before he before he moved to New York, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he he was already out in the world doing cool shit, and uh-huh. 
And uh, I don't want to give him too much credit, but yes, he is the reason that I listened to great music when I was young because he would send Ryan all these cool tapes to put together. The, that's our, the Ramones, Replacements, probably REM. All every cool band I knew in high school is directly because of Will. Mm -hmm. The older yeah. brother. I said it. Classic older brother giving the younger brother the music. It, it wasn't even hard for me to say. It's an honor. <laughs> I thank you. <laughs> you now, sit all now, over my beloved egg food young, and then I come back uh, kissing your tuckus. Right. Now, uh, you, what were your first impressions, Will? You know, I mean, this is your younger brother's friend, which could be, you know, awkward at times. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Ex boyfriend. <laughs> Uh, he was funny, so it was yeah. it was a it was a good addition um, uh -huh. to the vibe. Yeah, yeah, he was very funny, and uh, and he had a an abnormal um, love of the Ramones, which. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, now we've we've gotten into many disputes, uh, usually at the uh, Turkey's Nest in Williamsburg, musical disputes. That doesn't sound like us. <laughs> And uh, the classic one was Beatles versus the Rolling Stones. I remember we we that was a, a regular one, and Greg kept thinking he could convince us, but I don't think he ever did, did he? I don't know if I ever thought I would change anybody's mind. I just like pointing out that you guys were idiots. <laughs> but but at least Will, uh, -huh. uh still kissing kissing the tokas, would take my side in that it should the kinks. I, it put the kinks above. I say put them above the stones. I don't know if he would do that, but at least he would argue with me on loving the kinks as opposed to just strictly Beatles stones. I would oh. put the kinks above both of them. So really, okay, all right. All right but it, but I mean, you're talking about three heavyweight bands. You know, right. there's. A, I, I do like. You know, it's a fun argument to have, but you know, you're dealing with like you know rarefied air there. Mm -hmm. and, had the chips fallen a different way for the kinks, they would have, you know, had much more of an imprint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you think they were too regional? Is that, is that, I mean, that's the standard explanation is that, uh, you know, that, that American audiences couldn't get all their references. It was too, too British for Americans. No, because and and uh, I'm I'm going to give some some credit to Andrew Hickey on his awesome podcast, um, 500 songs. What what is it called? 500 songs that to live by or something. He, uh, he has it going on oh, a really? couple weeks. Anyway, in his Kinks episode, you know, he made a point that the Kinks were riding pretty high before they got banned in the U.S., and that essentially stopped them from you know the the massiveness that they would have had and actually forced them more to become more British as they, you know, just kind of stayed in Europe for, you know, I think three or four years uh, or out of the, out of the game as an American and kind of had to reinvent themselves when they came back. Excuse my uh, kinks ignorance. I didn't know they got banned. What did, what did they get banned oh for? God, Michael. Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm not a, a oh, super, Michael. I'm not a super fan. No, I, I, you know, well, that's the thing. Like what did they I've get banned books, for? I've read books and seen Ray Davis, asked himself and it's never a hundred percent clear yeah. it's always a vague well we got in a fight with the union guys or we got in a fight on stage and they banned us even oh, even so it was like a showbiz ban 
Exactly, because it because yeah. the way it used to work, and it it might still work this way. If a, if a Euro, if a British band was coming to America, an American band had to go to Britain. It was an even exchange. Ah. So you can deny uh, acts pretty easily if you're you know working in that sector of, of the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, they pissed off the wrong person. Um, I didn't realize it, but Ray is apparently pretty much a dick. Um, he, yeah. He's very hard to work with, um, and I think that you know was part of it. Um, there was a self-sabotage in the band where, you know, Dave and, and Mick Avery hated each other. Um, you know, there was just a lot to deal with. Oh, okay. But it's interesting how they reinvented themselves, you know, two or three different times. But he, he did he also, but it's also he was naturally inclined to write about small things like he wrote about anyway. Uh, I don't think he started writing about, you know, the small things of Britannia until then, but but to your point, it did make him really focus more on it, I guess. Uh, I will say my only complaint about Ray, I call him Ray, <laughs> is I will say, and you're more sensitive, Will, about these things than I am. I usually don't like to get too worked up about this unless unless the production on an album is really, really great or really, really bad. I'm always like, all right. I do feel like a lot of his production work is a little flimsy uh, throughout, especially the earlier records. Yeah, well, I mean, Shell Tommy would famously like say, "Hey, we're recording a demo today," and they'd record it, and then they'd hear it on the radio two yeah. weeks. Later. Yeah. yeah, they were they were trying to rush stuff out as quickly as possible, which at the time, you know, makes sense because you didn't think these bands were going to stick around. Yeah. Have any? But yeah, it's funny. It- I um, I heard a version of "You Really Got Me" the other day by. Oh man, it was an Amer. It was it was rushed out. Uh, man, who was it? It was just funny. Like something would hit in Britain, and if a and if a, a like a indie label in America could get a version of it on the radio here before it got over here. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. And that so, would compete with if, if if you haven't heard that podcast, it is it's it's extraordinary. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, give me give me the name again. Uh, uh, let me look it up right now so I get it right. It's it's the best. It's it's so good. Um, it's called A History of Rock Music in 500 Songs. Okay. Is he on a hiatus? He hasn't had one in a while. No, he has some health issues, and I think that's the... Uh, oh. that's also, also, for uh, kink dummies like me, is there a definitive book? Uh, Ray's book is pretty good. Um, there is... There's a, there's a biography I read back in the 90s. Um, I'll have to look it up. Um, I, I don't know about a go-to one. I, I've heard that Dave's book, or I think he's got books, uh, are pretty great. His new one seems to be. I can't believe I haven't gotten it, actually. That's true. Uh, you guys are personal friends, so. That's my personal business, Will. Please respect that. I wasn't going to talk that, about that on the air. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or the, my new album drops on Friday. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I'm like, am I... Haven't I read enough rock bios in my life? Like, it, at some point, no. don't, I, don't I? Shouldn't I grow up and stop reading rock bios? But well, the best one ever written was written within the last few years. So there's a whole new generation of them. Which the book, book is that? Double Boys. Oh, true. Double yeah. Boys. Okay. Yeah. It was, yeah. That that is a good. It one. was a roller coaster ride. That's for sure. Roller coaster. Down. It was, you know, there was. Child abuse and it was yeah it was. Well, it's funny too getting you know 
two halfway or two thirds of the way through the book of one of your favorite bands of all time. And like, you're actually rooting against them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nuts. You spend decades going, man, nothing worked out for these poor guys. Gee, nothing. They're so unlucky. And then, yeah, halfway through this, you're like, these guys are fucking dicks. I don't know how they succeeded <laughs> as much as they did. <laughs> well, yeah, self, self, yeah, self sabotage may have been a better title for that book. Yeah, when we played with them back in the day, like it was, they were pretty much they were mostly on good behavior. But like Tommy, for instance, was really hard to to deal with. Mm-hmm. Kind of a maniac. You say we? Uh, what band was that? DT and the Shakes. That was a. I'm doing a little. Mm-hmm. That's a great squat. But speaking of old bands, uh, our fans have been sending me emails asking, when is Idol going to get on Spotify like a normal person? Well, um, I've been doing reissues. I just did one for some guy who had a 45 song reissue come out recently. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was going to ask, who's some guy? Uh-huh. And then I realized it's me. Room guys, uh huh. That's where it happened. Yep. Um, I have been. I'm working with my my, with my current band, Them Sinners, and uh, in between, I try and get like reissues out. So I've got most of DT and the Shakes out. I've got one more record to go on that, and then I'm going in sequential. So I'm putting Girl Train out after that, which I've, I've got all these things ready to go. I just got the artwork back for Girl Train from Steve Lewis, who coincidentally I'm putting an album out of Steve Lewis's in a couple of weeks on Real to Real. All right, we can't have it. We can't get free advertising for everybody. I mean, right. Uh, get, get, it, get it all in there. Get it all in there. I know. Is, and uh, I got the artwork uh, from Keith in Germany. Uh, God, I got that about over a year ago. He, um, uh, Keith, he, he did the artwork for my for my second novel. But, uh, yes, he did. Oh, he did. I didn't know that. Well, um, a book open every once in a while. I mean, <laughs> I just gotta read it. Um, gotta read. Here we go. Um, but anyway, uh-huh. uh, so Idol's coming out after that, and then uh, yeah, and then I'll just keep going. I think everything, most everything else is on digital, except for my new record with them, Sinners, which comes out on Friday. Okay. All right. Looking Friday. forward to that. Now, what takes so what takes so fucking long with these reissues? Why does it take years and years? Well, when you've got friends calling you up and asking you to do their reissues, you can only physically do so many. <laughs> this friend sounds handsome. How You're many? Right? How many phone calls are we talking about? And what was the latest at night? Uh, for is me, he, is, is he a late night caller? Does he call you in the middle of the night? Me? I've yeah. talked to him on the phone. <laughs> in please, no, talked once this year. I think we talked once around the wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, I got actually, this is funny. I got a call from a mute. I got a text from a mutual friend of ours the other day. Uh, Ooh. the good looking guy. And, uh, <laughs> he actually, Hey, uh, this is awkward, but, uh, I kind of need to ask you something and it might be better to do it over the phone. Is that too weird? And, uh, and then we actually had a phone conversation, mm-hmm. uh, lasted about three minutes. And Hold on. <laughs> We, the three of us have somebody that we collectively <laughs> call the good-looking guy. We all know who it is when we say that. Uh-huh. Who is it? Who's the best-looking friend that we have in common between us? Wadi? Yes. 
Okay. And Waddy's got syphilis. What what do you call you for? <laughs> Waddy's dying. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> A three okay. minute conversation now. Okay. Yeah. And, okay. and luckily we got everything out and it was uh-huh. all it would okay. have taken a year to do it via text. Okay. We'll have to get him on the show. Well, that well, some of the fans are anxiously awaiting the idle stuff. And and the girl for everything else too. But and driver X, you're going through all that. I think that's already on there. Uh, yeah, that's that's already uh, that's on the streaming services already. Maybe well, how not. much extra stuff do you have for the uh, for the last DT release? Uh a bunch. A bunch. There's a bunch of demos. There's some live stuff. Um, I don't know. I mean, that I don't. I don't. I, I looking back, that last record was like a glorified EP. It wasn't a full length. It was like 30, 35 minutes. I mean, I guess we could technically call it. And one of the and one of the songs. Let's be honest. Nobody would call it a song. Here we go. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Uh, out of the eight songs, one of them. It's more like a spoken word piece. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. There was that four track stuff. I don't know. I mean, on the album. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't have, uh, I don't, I don't get a lot of uh, uh, enthusiasm in in revisiting those things because they were so long ago. I mean, I'll, I'll get a spark and I'll like start working on it, and then I'm halfway through it, and I'm like, I really don't want to do this anymore. And one of the funny things about the pandemic, I mean, I'm I'm very glad that I have this amazing studio with uh with my partner but um one of the things that we were doing or i was doing a lot during the pandemic was it brought out a lot of reissues where like lots of people were sitting at home thinking oh i've got this you know cardboard box full of tapes um and so we've been doing a lot of that weren't we (laughs) yes we were that's why it took so long to do yours now your partner is ivan julian right yeah yeah he just released a single and his new record's coming out. Mm-hmm. How's he uh, doing? Next... I, I know he had he had some health issues and but he seems to be doing better now. Well, great. Um yeah, yeah just he just actually walked out the door. Um oh, okay. coming on. Uh-huh. Uh he's doing great. Uh he's got a new record coming out. Uh he's busy here. Um his health seems fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's 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 doing very well. That's, that's good to so hear. Sure let him have some extra young. He would yeah. like it. He has good taste. He's kind of looking suspiciously at the bag, and <laughs> but but this Friday you have another song coming out with your current band. I have an album coming out of the. Uh, we started putting out a single of the month back in 2019, and we did that through 2021. So it's a compilation of all those singles. Nice. Yeah. And will there be a video? And will me and Greg be in it? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes. <laughs> the, the I think it's okay. a, it's the tenth. Is was it was it about ten years ago? I think uh, it's around. I was in Brooklyn. Twenty twelve. Gilly and Ronan, who were both in it. Well, Gilly wasn't. Gilly mm-hmm. were in it. Um, they were probably three. So yeah, about 13, 12, 13 years ago. Okay. All right. Oh, that was. I had so many great ideas for that video that didn't make the cut. I'm still pissed. <laughs> I was still, I was on fire that day. Uh-huh. That, was a, that was a fun day. I was. You guys were funny as That's, hell. That video is still uh, viewable on y- y- YouTube? I sent it to you because I, I forgot. You you mentioned it the other day. 
Mike, I think I think I thought I sent it to you. Yeah. 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 My kids were watching it um uh, a few months ago. Yeah, it's still there. Mm-hmm. That was a great day. Yeah. Everybody was there. I was hilarious, even though most of it didn't get on the video because some I don't know who edits these fucking things, but and uh uh was Ethan, is that your bass player's name? Uh his wife. Oh yeah. Was very easy on the peepers and had to sit in my lap uh every retake. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, okay. Funnily enough, the uh the editor of that was the director of Impractical Jokers. Is that right? That's where you okay, it was you one of his it. jokes cutting out all my great fucking <laughs> stuff. Because <laughs> it ain't funny. But no, that was uh uh, War is over is the name of this song, right? War is done. War is done. War is done. Yeah. Sorry. Don't don't rewrite the song. Ten, it's ten years. It's ten. Show years. some respect. Show some respect. Mike. It's ten years. The foggy memory. This is our guest. All right. War is done. Yeah, the habit. The habit on YouTube. You can still find the video. Greg and I are in it, and many of our friends. It was a fun day. That was a fun day. Yeah. It was. All right. Well. Big album on Friday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when does this get to Bruce? <laughs> uh-huh. You said you just hit a trip tripwire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the new record. The new record, okay, yeah. It's uh, it's a dud. Have, has, have you listened to the whole thing? I haven't. I can't even pretend I listened to half of but one song. I saw him on Jimmy Fallon. He looked like he was having fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, he he's, he seems to be happy not to be under the burden of writing more songs. He seems to need a break, which is fine, you know. I just wasn't expecting strings to be all over it. You know, I, I would have preferred a sort of grittier Stax-type sound. You know, he used to it do... Just, he it used just to seems do, like uh, everything is at 100. Like He used to do Eddie Floyd's Raise Your Hand, you know. I, I thought yeah. it'd be something in that vein, you know. Well, I- it was peculiar when he started talking about the fact that, like, you know, I just wanted to sing. And, um, and like, he let this other guy, like, do all the music. And it's like, dude, you're, like, one of the best band leaders of all time, you know? Mm-hmm. You have a band that's quite capable of pulling that stuff yeah. off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you are uh, the boss. <laughs> uh, let's not waste time talking about that record. I saw something <laughs> the other day that blew my mind. Um, it was... Well, and you could get... Um, it's a song called Thundercrack. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a not a great song, but like the performance was insane. It was from like 1972. Uh-huh. A lot of different people were in the band. Okay. Incredible. I that from the outtakes box set. I don't know. Where... It's very kind of bandy. Um, it's uh, it, it was it was really wild. I was like, I, I couldn't believe it. I like those that really drummer. early shows. Yeah, I like those early shows, you know uh even even well, the shows where like the songs from born to run are sort of starting to form they're not even quite done yet but they were yeah. doing it live you know and it, those those early shows are really fun to listen to a lot of energy yeah yeah uh mike i'm just going to be random here and uh this this was sure to alienate greg so i, I wanted to bring this up Thank but you, uh, i found my go-to uh dead record which oh, is god american beauty american beauty okay <laughs> It's, however, the, the puzzling thing is what's the other uh record that was released that same year? Where's a man's what? dead? I hate it. You hate I it. I can't tell you how much I hate it. But I think American Beauty yeah. is 
Really? Okay. I mean, you know, there's songs on Working Man's Dead I don't like. Casey Jones is considered one of their classics, and I just could live without that song. Um, but there's I, I like stuff on Working Man's Dead. I like uh, Cumberland Blues. I like um, I even like uh, well, I like Dire Wolf, and uh, I like Black Peter. I mean, what songs really stand out is that you hate? I mean, the the Pigpen songs is. I think Pigpen is garbage. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, he, he's a deal breaker. I get it. You know, I mean, like a I, up on stage. You know, I uh -huh. thought my entry point was that uh, that Amazon um, uh, bio of the dead, which I thought was incredible. Yeah, it's, people who don't even like the band will watch that. <laughs> incredible. Yeah. See it is is one of the most mesmerizing dudes of all time, and I can't understand why. Like when he died, it's like okay, everybody go away. Yeah, you know. Well, was um, well, and, but they, like the last scene with him is just like, yeah, you know, thing with the woman, mm -hmm. and he's just nuts. We're I think we're losing Greg here. Oh, <laughs> what's he? Yeah, what's he doing? I saw the head moving around, cleaning uh, up the room. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Now that, that... About the... <laughs> he's eating. What is he eating? I got a piece of chocolate. Piece of chocolate. Here. I was on. I was on. He, so speaking... I can talk about the dead for five minutes, but the second I'm like, oh, I'll use this. Y'all are. Like, hey, what's Greg doing? The trap. No, all all my favorite artists. I understand why people don't like them and, and it it's generally has to do with their voices you know the grateful dead singers don't have good voices bruce springsteen doesn't have a good voice bob dylan doesn't have a good voice um mick jagger has a good rock and roll voice uh so i can't really say he, he doesn't have a bad he doesn't have a bad voice but you know when people say they don't like any of those people i'm like yeah i get it you know it, it's not for everybody uh, but the dead, yeah, it's uh, well, that's a breakthrough for you. I mean, what did you just put it on randomly, and you're, you're like reconsidering? I had to learn. Oh, I know what it was. Um, I we were we did we we performed uh, at Brian and Siobhan, who were in the habit with me uh, at their wedding, and we did uh, Ripple. Okay, that's yeah, a great song. There. Yeah. Oh yeah, Greg was there. Uh, I'm a big old pig, cut a pig, Mike, an entire pig. Yeah. Right oh, wow, okay. I started listening to the record. Like, damn, it's really good. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, those are the two. Uh, I'm sorry, Working Man's Dead Dead didn't know it for you, but uh sounds like the two drummers are in two different rooms listening. <laughs> yeah, the two drummers, yeah, is not uh is Have not you the best. Um these latest tours? No, no. I mean, I, I did see I saw Phil and Friends once at the Beacon Theater several years ago. And um, he's got the worst voice. There's no reason for him to be carrying on. He can't sing, you know, I mean, really, he's just really, you know, he's gonna milk this thing to the end though. Uh, the other band, uh, somebody gave me a free ticket to see the um, John Mayer version. Oh yeah. You know, I never saw any of the other incarnations of further and all those things what's the mayor thing supposed to be doing just recreating the dead yeah basically he he steps into garcia's shoes i mean he's doing the lead guitar work 
He's 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 singing the Garcia songs better than Bob Weir can. Bob Weir tries to sing Jerry Garcia songs and it's terrible. Bob Weir's voice is gone. His his voice was gone in the eighties. You know, All he right. started he started he started over singing, and, and then he got obsessed with uh, slide guitar. So he used to get these songs where he's doing slide guitar all over the place and it's terrible. Mm. Um, so yeah, now I was done with the Grateful Dead by 78, you know, oh. when when the, the piano player and his wife left. Um, that's sort of the end for me. But oh. um yeah, so I went into the John Mayer version and I went in with zero expectations, and it was uh, a nice sort of recreation, you know. You're not seeing the Grateful Dead, you're seeing a sort of highly tuned cover band <laughs> you know jerry garcia made that band you know and he's gone so yeah it's it's a facsimile and greg has no interest in the grateful dead never listened to them no just zero interest all right if we're done talking about the fucking dead <laughs> you know as one of my favorite when my early my favorite earlier members of will is uh, the night before I came, came down before the night before I left for boot camp. Uh, you're welcome, America. Uh, <laughs> we, you know, I was I was understandably nervous about you know what I was, was going to. And he says, uh, I can't remember if we watched Stripes for the occasion or whatever. And you said you looked at me and said, Don't worry, I'm sure boot camp is just like it is in Stripes. <laughs> I was like, that was, I always remember that we're in McDonald's drive-through. You said, "Don't worry, I'm sure it's just like stripes." Wow. Now, now you went. What, what, what arm of the service were you in? The Air National Guard. International. Oh, okay. Air National. <laughs> Air 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 National Guard. Yeah, not what? the International Guard. Oh, okay. All right. I fought, right. I fought right between the wars. <laughs> okay. I was. I was. I uh, joined the Kiss Army for the Cola Wars. <laughs> But I thought it was just, I didn't even know, I thought it was just the National Guard. I didn't know there was a separation of Air National Guard. You calling bullshit, Mike? No, no, I, I'm just saying this is my ignorance. You know, I, I mean, I'm showing a lot of ignorance during this show. One, um, of, one of my favorite stories of all time is uh, Greg's arrival at boot camp. Um, it's, it's... Where was boot camp, Greg? <laughs> oh, this lovely summer home up in upstate. San Antonio. San, oh, nice and hot. Yeah, okay. And you're 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 doing miles. You you you're running. Putting in the, the, I'm, it, I'm putting in the work. <laughs> Tell the story. Uh -huh. one, they, uh, you got there early, and you figured you had some time, some downtime. <laughs> I, uh, I, don't know, I don't know. I don't know about that one, but I do remember the first night. There were. I was early. There were only five of us, or whatever. And we go to bed, and I'm lying there, staring at the ceiling, petrified. And all of a sudden, the guy comes in, the sergeant starts screaming. And I'd been lying on top of the bed because I didn't want to unmake the bed because I thought, well, I'll outsmart <laughs> hundreds of years of the military. I'll just lie on top of my bed uh -huh. so I won't have to remake it in the morning. Mm -hmm. Why has no one else thought of this? <laughs> uh, so I'm just lying there, trying not to move. And he comes in. He's just yelling normal stuff. He sees me, flips the fuck out. He didn't appreciate my brilliant idea, and flips the bed over. So I'm rolling on the floor. I just roll on the floor under the bed, or whatever. 
And I, I'm so smart that I just lie. I'm like, well, if I just pretend I'm still sleeping, <laughs> they'll just move on. <laughs> and I just lay there. Uh-huh. I made sure I was, I, I, and I, I made sure to tell myself, don't pretend, don't pretend you're dead. Cause then that'll be a whole nother thing he'll have to deal with. Just pretend you're asleep. Uh-huh. And so he just keeps screaming at me and I pretend to sleep. And I think he just kind of stared at me and didn't know what to do. So he's like, ah, oh, fucking, he just moved on to the next guy. So I just laid there. <laughs> you played possum. Played you were possum. playing possum. Played possum, outsmarted the military. How long was basic training? Six weeks. Six weeks, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you were in the service how long? Six weeks. Six weeks. No, uh, <laughs> uh, whatever. Well, at six least you years. made the six weeks. So the uh, Six years, yeah. Six years. It was, it was oh, in okay. the 90s, so. Uh-huh. I got I got in after the Iraq War and before 9/11, so right in that sweet spot. Okay. Where you want to be? But you were there. You were there. You did your you did your service. Don't start that, Greg. You're a hero. Should my you're friend. a hero. You're a hero. This is my the Christmas season. I want to spread joy for others. Uh huh. I just wanted to tell one story because Will can verify it. I mean, I have told this story on the best show of uh, one of our former employees at uh, the Law Publisher. Uh, I referred to him as the Draper. Um, there, there was a, there was an employee who, when he used the stole in the men's room, Uh-oh. he would he would drape toilet paper over the cracks between the door and the frame. Which you know, if you've ever met, I had eye contact with somebody taking a squat. It can be traumatic. I understand that, right? You don't want to make eye contact with somebody taking a squat. How come I'm the one that was in boot camp and he's the one telling the story about shitting while looking at other dudes? <laughs> but somebody was so so self-conscious about making eye contact while he was on, on a shitter that uh, he would drape toilet paper over the cracks around the doors. And you, think that would, you think he would just be one of those guys who would just wait till they got home? To... Well, yeah, but, you know, sometimes you can't, you know, it's just. But the, But here's the thing. You know, it's one thing to do that, but clean up. He would just leave the toilet paper draped so you'd see the evidence That's of, of his handiwork. And somebody had to clean it up. I'm, you know, I mean, I never touched it, but uh, you'd see it <laughs> like, you know, it was the uh, remnants from a New Year's Eve party or something. It's like, what, what the hell happened in here? There's, there's toilet paper all over the place. Uh, you had a theory of who it was, Will. And uh, oh, you don't know who it was? I never, oh. I did. did, did Are you, you actually... making an announcement right here? Are we having a big reveal <laughs> between you two? <laughs> well, he mentioned it in a text and I thought we'd bring it up because uh, did you witness that particular person you mentioned doing it or? Okay. You're forgetting one little part about this. Okay. You remember boys. So we're both in the ladies room. <laughs> Do I remember who? <laughs> boys. Say it again. You remember the noise? The noise that came out of the the stall. No, while well, like the draper was in it, it was a very <laughs> bizarre noise, like a like All an right. burp or something, but really, really loud. Mm-hmm. And it would go on and on. And this just went on day after day. And I constantly found myself in there oh, with wow. And finally, I just you know. <laughs> Life's like work. A Hallmark, uh, it's like a Hallmark movie. In the end, you know they're going to get together. <laughs> Made it my life's work to find out who this was. And the person okay. 
extraordinarily long periods of time in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so one day I just literally camped myself out. Yeah, but, I would have to. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and I found out who it was. Okay, so who? All right. No, well, it was it's meaningless to our audience, but uh, I know who who he mentioned, and it, you know it surprised. Who it was too? It, no, it it surprised me because I I thought it was uh, one of my team members. You were going to take responsibility after all these years. I never, I never, I never saw anybody in there while the the uh, toilet paper was in place. I always saw the post, the post draping. You know, I saw after the fact that the empty stall, oh. but the toilet paper still hanging up. Sounds I never heard like the it. noises. I never heard the noises. I mean that. Yeah, I mean that would. I mean, I worked with a guy at a supermarket who made bizarre people. People make weird noises in the to, in the in the bathroom. I mean, it's it's odd to me because I'm silent. You know, I I do my thing and get well, you, well, you give a you give a signal when somebody else enters the bathroom. I presume <laughs> a right? signal. Yeah, you'd like to let him know uh, another human in here, you know. Oh, well, this was a very spacious uh, men's room. Oh, excuse me. This I'm was... sorry. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Are Mr. you telling oh. me you've never you've never been in that men's room at, at the, the office that you spent so much time at? I don't I don't remember the West Group bathroom from 20 years ago. I got to say, no. <laughs> I, don't well, I could see it like it was yesterday. It was very spacious. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, you're, you're going to bump into people in there. Uh, but I never saw the person. I just saw the evidence. Uh, the noises thing is, yeah, I'll, I'll be haunted by that now. I mean. Uh, well, I, I think Will wants to reveal the name. No, well, I. <laughs> there's no. We, no we, we're not going to hear this. We don't want. We don't want this to become a lawsuit. I uh, mean, this. Uh, actually, we already, we already we already said a, We already said Waddy's the best looking per- guy we know. <laughs> we can't be uh, open. <laughs> I'm actually, with the person on a social media platform. <laughs> actually, yeah, I think he is. Uh, on he's out All there. Right, well, I'm, I'm going to sniff this out. Don't. <laughs> I'll tell you what happened to me yesterday. At work, I go in the men's room and I see the handicap stall. There's like five stalls. I see, oh, someone's in the handicap stall. But I'm like, I know nobody in my entire office is. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah. And usually there's so few people in the office anyway, and it's five stalls. There's never possibly a reason. But I'm like, oh, okay, I don't know. So I go to the urinal, do my thing. And I hear the guy is finishing up. And I'm like, he's not going to come out, reveal himself, be, being a dickhead. No shame in his game. No shame in his game. He comes out. Yeah. But so my Your manager, turned, your manager. <laughs> I, I, my back is turned. I, I've got myself in my hand. I'm going to I'm going to slow down. Let's talk. I don't know how many ladies out there listen to this. Actually, I do. Probably not. There's about but, uh, two. Certainly, right certainly not anymore. Um so, but I can see him out of the corner of my eye, and I'm like, "All right, I don't want to. I don't want to look and see who it is. I don't want to know. Just turn." And I'm like, "He's he's got to be scurrying out of here, embarrassed, or whatever." This motherfucker breezes over to the sink, easy as you please, does his hands. I'm like, "All right, I'm still holding myself at the urinal," and I'm like, "Why is he taking this fucking time?" Finishes uh finally finishes his hands, 
And then he does the, he, he's doing his hair, checking his, leaning in, checking his nostrils, checking his, I'm just, this motherfucker want to get caught? <laughs> and I'm still there. I'm still, I refuse to look because I don't want to know. I think I have an idea, but I didn't look. I'm like, this brazen motherfucker. So you're going to uh, perform a citizen's arrest? No. Right there and then? No, I just bitched about oh, okay, it okay. days later. <laughs> but who would do that? Uh-huh. I think we're we're in a, a time where people just are doing their thing, and I was on, I was on the phone today with uh, taking care of my uh, healthcare uh, insurance, and this guy starts eating in the middle of, of our conversation. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I gotta tell you, Mike. To be honest, I'm on his side so far. Yeah, but you know, and here's the thing. You know, I don't want to get on. You know, this guy can screw me if he wants to. You know, the the, the call. What if he's listening? Well, I, I was going to mention Egg Fu Wat at the end. I, I try to mention Egg Fu Wat whenever I can, whenever a conversation I have. With a customer service agent? I don't, I don't well, wow. hey, it's, it's, it's something, you know, he could spread the word, right? I mean, you wow. know, word of mouth. I put out a few tweets and I'm, and I'm <laughs> wow, I think I'm doing something. You're out on the streets. No, yeah, I'm working the word of mouth. I'm, I'm trying for the word of mouth. Uh, I, don't, I don't do the marketing. Word. <laughs> Somebody wants to hear from me. But anyway, this guy starts eating in the middle of the conversation. And I just had to let it go because, you know, if I drew attention to it, the, the call is being recorded. So, you know, who knows if, if I made an issue of it, you know, the kid's going to get canned, you know. But I mean, just uh, it sound like he was eating. Was it like an apple? Was it something offensively hard? Oh, it's it, it, it was like a carrot or, you know, very obvious crunching, crunching. Celery. Sound like it was direct. Celery. celery yeah. Yeah. Celery. I, that was the line I was going to use on him. Are you eating a piece of celery? <laughs> but I, I withheld, I, you know, I, I showed some restraint because I'm thinking, well, this is being recorded. This guy can screw up my insurance. What if he you was know, eating it for what? He's got I mean, some power over me young. here. He could get Meanwhile, fired. I can't believe this guy's not saying anything. About exactly. It. He's like, guys, I'm. he's still going. <laughs> he's picking out apples, going through muffins. <laughs> He's looking at his buddies. He's like, he's still fucking listening. He's not saying a word. He was very casual. Yeah. Um, but I, I do want to, uh, if I ever wrote a nonfiction book, it might be about corporate bathrooms. <laughs> the nonsense you see uh -huh. uh -huh. on a daily basis. Yeah. Will and I worked at a place together a hundred years ago. And there was a guy, somebody in there, at about the same time every afternoon, I would go in to do my business. And I don't mean at the urinal where I'm holding myself, but my post-lunch constitutional. And every day, this motherfucker would come in and brush his teeth. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm like, first of all, who's brushing their teeth? Yeah. In a public fucking restaurant. Yeah. Okay, whatever. But I'm like, dude, after two or three days, you can go, okay, this guy's in here doing something violently awful. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'll come in the bathroom to brush my teeth either before or after, but not during. So right. then it got to be where I would just make a point of going then and say, and boom, like clockwork. We were like two <laughs> Russian ballerinas <laughs> doing this uh -huh. dance uh -huh. in the men's room. Well, I, I've got another chapter for your book. I mean, not only the Draper, but uh, in the job I, I left uh, the law publisher, my next job, um, I worked with a very quiet young fellow, you know, very quiet. He was a uh, 
who's actually like a classical music composer. You know, very interesting guy. You know, I, I, I you know, I never got a good read on him. Uh, he was a little mysterious. Uh, someone's, one, uh, someone's smitten. Listen to this. No, what? no, no. I haven't but heard Will day, talk about Gina like that. But, <laughs> but one day it just tilted into the absurd because he comes up to me all flustered. I'm sitting in my cube doing my thing. He's all flustered. I'm like, what, what's going on? He's like, I sat on the edge. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I, I was like, what? what? Yeah, he, he said, I, I, I sat on the edge. It was wet. And I'm like, I still don't know what he's talking about. And he's like, in the bathroom. You know how some toilet seats don't quite go all the way around? And there's yeah. that like little gap in the front. Mm -hmm. So somehow his ass made contact with that little edge. And it, it was wet. Mm -hmm. And he went in full emergency mode. You know, I guess the uh, germaphobe, I guess he was a germaphobe. And he literally asked me if he should go to the hospital. What kind of gifted life was this motherfucker living? <laughs> was he being carried around by Oprah? <laughs> yeah, never. That, the first time he, he got his ass wet on a, a public toilet. Yeah, that's yeah, you're right. I mean, come on, because he's never gone to a, a, a gas station uh, facility or this no, guy. but it, it was it was alarming. And um, but I did talk him down. I mean, I said, hey, just to go in there and clean yourself up. Uh, I think you'll be you'll be good. You know, don't you, you, no necess not it's not necessary to go to the hospital. I just sent him to the hospital. I just said, you did what? <laughs> what happened? I talked him off the ledge. I mean, I you know I had that. You pushed him off the ledge. I, I, I talked him off. Some, some idiot <laughs> off the oh, edge. My ass touched. What, you, you should. You needed to push him off the ledge. Uh -huh. Yeah. Now who's the hero? <laughs> yeah, I think I think I'm the hero, Greg. I I've, dealt, I, I've dealt with people. Heroes. I've dealt Who with cares? people in some extreme situations, and I think I do have a calming effect on some people. I you know. I, you know, I you do. You're very, you're calming. Yeah. I, I try not to lose it. And, uh, yeah. Well, actually, uh, Mike, you and I were in a very precarious situation one time. I was going to say, of all people I know, <laughs> who is calm and cool, he does have the highest point of not cool. <laughs> we were in a situation in New Orleans once where, uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's going to verify this story for me. Yeah. I have yeah. witnesses. We were um, walking home from a night out in the French Quarter. Actually, I don't even think we were walking home. We were just walking through the French Quarter, um, following our friend who can't stay in any bar for more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. No matter how comfortable you are. <laughs> and how, yeah. um, but anyway, uh, we, Mike and I, and uh, I guess four friends... <laughs> We're, we're walking and suddenly out of nowhere, it was like a it was like a Batman movie or something where <laughs> we figures appeared in the in the periphery and uh, a gun was out and they were holding us up. I remember I was freaking out because I had my wife's cell phone. Mm -hmm. uh, she wasn't with us. And it was like early days of cell phones. So I, all I was thinking was like, they're not taking this. <laughs> Well, no, they they signaled you out, Mike. 
Well, I think you're the leaving out one mouth. detail. They 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 approached you first. Oh, that's right. You, and I, you did like a little duck ducking move, right? Well, they and, did they're holding the gun like that gangster thing, and yeah. I, I think I'd had enough drinks that I just kind of laughed at him, <laughs> kept walking. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I mean, you did a you did a, a fantastic little head duck. Totally faked him out. But guess who left that behind you? <laughs> Way to go! So, so, so you ducked, you ducked the gun pointed to the head. He ducked the gun. He ducked yeah. the bullet. What does yeah. that mean? When well, he ducked his head, the guy's well, like, "Well, that's it. I missed this guy." Well, like Will said, I mean, I think I would have taken the whole. I mean, it was it was jarring as it was occurring. Well, one thing that was was really amazing though was that Mike's got a gun pointed at his head, mm-hmm. and, and all of a sudden he and I'm I'm just like, you know, you got to give him your money, and then you know we'll, we'll get out of here. And Mike actually said, I don't have any money. And everyone's like, you know, you're out in the French Quarter. Well, I, I, I remember our, our, I remember one of our mutual friends saying, just give him the money. Exactly. And, and, and it's like, no, I, I don't have any money. On and then, well, the craziest thing was then I got to look at them and realize they were kids. Yeah, they were kids. Like maybe 13, 14. Yeah. So, so that was even more disarming because, like, you know, who would you rather have pointing a gun at you, a 13-year-old or, you know, a 30-year-old? I, I think, I, you know, I, I didn't really have time to think it through. But there was something about the fact that there were uh, kids. It wasn't yeah. an, an older person. You know, I mean, they were small, too. They, I'm looking down at this person. And uh, I was just like, huh? Yeah, no, I'm not... <laughs> I'm giving money to you, <laughs> and and who wants this money? And I have a feeling the gun probably wasn't real. Yeah, I think I think you know for local people down, local kids, it's a way to scare up some free cash, scare the scare the tourists. It was during Jazz Fest, yeah. and it's probably quite lucrative for kids. Uh, yeah. But I I didn't think of any of that at the time. I was just reacting. Uh, but then the hairiest moment for me, though, then they moved on from me because I wasn't giving up the cash fast enough. And then there were a group of women with us who were like a little behind us, maybe, I don't know, 20 feet behind us. Those were and, the days. And, and then we're <laughs> then we're we're paralyzed. We're like frozen in place because they're approaching them. And yeah. we're like, oh, what's going to happen now? This uh, This isn't good. We 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 sort of ducked out of it, but but it's not over yet. And then they didn't do anything. So a, a totally mysterious event. Yeah. Um. No one was hurt. Was I proud? I didn't give a a, a penny. Yeah, I was. I was kind of happy. <laughs> I didn't give up the money, despite the encouragement of everybody around me. Give them the money. <laughs> I worked too hard for my money. And it wasn't it. even that much money. I, I think I had about 120 bucks on me. You should, you know, you should say that you had $9,000 on you that night. <laughs> no, I don't embellish. But yeah. Uh, no, yeah, that was another. It was Michael Lisk. He never embellished. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we Mike and I mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. The 20-year anniversary of Real to Real kicking off is coming around next spring and what what are your thoughts on getting a reunion together getting the old crew back together mike has spent 20 years it turns out 
he thinks he's responsible for uh, blowing the championship against Enids. I heard that <laughs> losing losing my best chance at a ring. Uh, and he's no, right. wait a second. That's what you're accusing me of. Hold on, Enid? I thought I had a good game. We didn't play Enids in the final. I know one year we did, or oh uh, seven, or whatever. Greg we, seems to remember these dates better than me. Play? Black betting twice. Uh, for the listeners, we're referring to the softball league. If you're not, uh, yeah, well, Mike yeah. rightfully feels guilty for losing me my one chance at a ring. So. <laughs> I don't feel guilty at all. <laughs> well, you need to rethink that. I feel more guilty that I uh, turned up an oh. R to uh, R, R, R uh, softball in my trunk the other day. Did you? <laughs> yeah. That's a sign. Now, Will, <laughs> as the team owner, uh, you know, we need to start thinking about getting the, you know, having right. a weekend. Qualify that I am married to the team owner. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, sorry to hear that, bro. Go down that well, maybe at the next uh, uh, appropriations committee, you know, you can have a discussion. Yeah, yeah um, I it's funny, I still see that league going on, but uh, I haven't been near it in quite a while. There's no familiar faces, or I know uh, Mark still plays from our team from time to time, I think wow. Matt. Completely. Wow, uh, and that's David Oaks uh, retired. Yeah, um, I don't even. I don't even think Holling does. I, I don't think he does. Oh, I know one guy who's still in it. Uh, one of the old Arbar guys. Uh, his his kid is now interning for me here. Uh, he's still playing. Who's that? Uh, oh, you know who else is playing? Uh, Greg, I remember this is funny. When Gina started playing in the league the year before we started Real to Real, um, there was a. There was an older guy who was probably at the time like 38 or something or 40. Um, that, and uh, he was about to start playing. And I remember Greg going, oh, my God, this guy must be amazing. That's right. Oh, he was on beats. Any softball player who was just old. Been on the uh, circuit. Yeah, we thought, oh, he's been on the circuit for years. <laughs> but uh, my, uh went out a couple of years ago and uh, I called a couple of, I don't know, not, not many people I know are playing. Yeah. I don't know. I think Holly yeah. was the last, uh, definitely from our team. And I don't even, I'll check it every, check into it every once in a while. And I don't see any familiar names. I'm trying to get a uh, JV money uh, reached out the other day. Oh, yeah, on Facebook. that'd be a great one. I'm trying to get him on. I'm trying to get him on the show. He was uh, a oh. little reluctant though. Well, the, the, really? current, the yeah. current U.S. Poet Laureate used to be in our league. Well, I, I was just going to bring up that. Say that again. The current United States Poet Laureate was in was an Arab softball league back in the day. <laughs> it's kind of amazing, right? It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> was she writing poems well, on the bench that we, we didn't yeah. even know what she was up to over there? I, I guess so. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty Baby amazing. Maybe money. Oh, that would be... Oh. Oh, and I remember Mike. We had you convinced that the uh, the pitcher for Pete's was the uh, lead singer of the Flaming Lips. <laughs> hey, it, in those days, it could have been right. There was a there was a resemblance, right? Wasn't there a, a resemblance? Uh, yeah, but he had a British accent. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm I'm picturing the guy right now. I know I know exactly who you're talking about. But that that was uh that was Mike's uh, Cy Young summer, so you couldn't really rattle him. Sadly, he passed. 
Oh, he died? Oh, well, that fucking killed the momentum here. That's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, if, if Will can get our team sorted out, and Mike, you get uh, JB money to come do an appearance. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, a... I will pay for JB money's travel expenses. JB J, JB money, from what I understand, I, I've I've had a few conversations here and there over the years, but uh, he's a uh, reformed person. You know, he was yep. He was um, like some of us, including myself. You know, a little rambunctious after some of the games. The styrofoam cups. Thanks for taking uh, accountability, responsibility, Mike. Thank you. <laughs> but um, well, he's, he's he's one of those guys. I haven't seen him literally in I don't know fifteen years. Yeah, I didn't know him before softball. Uh huh. And if I saw him right now, my face would just light up. I'd yeah, he was a very funny guy, and um, I think the last time I saw him, I helped him with a move. He was moving out of Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And he was moving to Jersey. And it's a funny story because, you know, we're all having a good time, you know, with this move. It wasn't too crazy. But there was a couch. We couldn't get through the door. And we're like, what's going on here? You know, it's, you know, it's just a standard size couch. Why can't we figure out what angle to get it through the door? We're flipping it over. We're trying different ways of angling it in. We can't get it in. We must have been there, you know, an hour trying to figure out how to get this damn couch through the door. And this older lady who lives there comes around and she says, oh, you have to take it through the other side door. Hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Grandma Walter. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's a good thing she showed up. I mean, we, we would have been still there. You know, it's like we nobody even thought about another door to the place. So anyway, yeah, guys, he, he, I'm going to work should, on JB. You guys should host the uh, Real to Real uh, reunion. Do it on here. <laughs> Yeah, that would be good. Sure, sure. Was, uh, yeah, that would be good. That would be yeah, fun. We'll, def- we'll, de- we'll definitely we'll, de- we'll definitely do an episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Because lots of people are no longer in the area. And they're all over the country. Yeah, that would be fun. I thought you were going to say a lot of them are no longer with us. <laughs> I think Not that I know of. I bet you. I bet you we could get a dozen people, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be fun. Have we covered all the bases? Ooh, bring it. Do you okay. have a uh, fortune cookie, Will? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm the only one that gets fortune cookies. Greg, I, I don't even ask anymore. It's uh, it's part of our logo, and yet uh, that uh, particular... How come, you get, how come you get one every fucking time? Because they throw them in. I don't, I don't even ask. I, you know, They just throw them in. It's standard down here. But I think I'm getting repeats. It is better to light a... What the hell is this? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, it's better to light a small candle than to curse the darkness. Mm. That's an oldie, right? I, I, think, I think I got this one before. I'll think about that one for a <laughs> I tell you one of my favorite Will moments while we're tickling his belly. Uh, it's when I first moved to New York and I was living with him and Gina. One Sunday, Will knows what I'm talking about. Gina's yeah. out. Will, Will's defrosting the freezer. And I'm sitting in the living room, bullshit and whatever. Will's futzing around the kitchen. And 
He goes, uh, hey, Craig, come here. Come here. Uh, you smell something? And I come in and I take a whiff. And as I take a whiff of whatever I'm taking a whiff of, I look in the sink. And he had put a big thing of chocolate ice cream to, to de- out of the freezer because he's cleaning the freezer, defrosting. It's half melted. And then it hits me. He had just cut a fucking fart from hell. <laughs> so the smell is hitting me as I see this half melted <laughs> chocolate half uh-huh. gallon in the sink. And that a... <laughs> I can I can remember what uh-huh. he was wearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, I was howling. Oh. I'm not yeah. saying Greatest can can, can we reveal uh, Will's connection to your first book? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's the. Oh, I like was, I second. <laughs> does Will want me to reveal? It? <laughs> yes. Yeah, my my book that just came out in paperback finally for the first time. Uh, uh it's uh, based uh, loosely based on my time as a manny in Brooklyn. And I was Will's Manny, uh, the Manny to his kid uh, for three years. So wasn't if it wasn't for Will, I would not have written Williamsburg Rats, a Manny's Tour of Duty. That is Williamsburg Rats, a Manny's Tour of Duty on Amazon for $11.99, now available in paperback. <laughs> I actually found uh, maybe uh, you, were, you were shopping it around, I guess. And at one time it was called the Manny Tapes. Or the Manny Diaries, one, one it or the other? started as the Manny Tapes, because I had, used to have a little thing on my blog. Whenever the kid would do something funny, uh-huh. I would just call it the Manny Tapes. Okay. Uh, whatever, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, did- that, that, should be, that should be a podcast when the kid is old enough to read it. He and I, he and I can take it chapter by chapter, and I'll tell him what actually happened, didn't happen. Oh, okay. That would be, that would be interesting. That'd be a good one. Yeah. Six- so I think he's he's ready. Okay. <laughs> uh, funny that that reminds me of uh, something Mike and I had in common that we didn't realize. Uh, you brought up earlier about the best show. Mike and I were both listeners to the best show, but didn't realize the other one was. And then uh, all of a sudden, Mike kind of gets called up to the majors, and like <laughs> I guess, that, uh, I, I was quite obsessed with the best show back then. And uh, that, that was the funny thing, watching that whole thing take off. And uh, all of a sudden, this character of Mike Lisk, who <laughs> resembles this person of Mike Lisk greatly. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I, I didn't realize you weren't. Uh, oh, OK. That's interesting. So like, I, I think like, we'd had conversations and then you mentioned like, oh, I'm going to go over there and do this thing. Or no, no, I know what it was. You guys were arguing on this is pre you uh right dinosaur junior junior yeah. yeah and uh and I remember listening to it and I was howling laughing and uh-huh. completely with Tom mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> that's all right it <laughs> around during that whole thing but uh uh-huh. but it was really amazing yeah, yeah that's was- yeah that's how I got my start I called into the show actually Tom called me out he's like you've got to call in you know and, and yeah I, I called in and you have a nickname? Um, I don't know. Was I Bayonne something or Bayonne other? Mike? Maybe. No, it, was, it was. It was. It started with a P, I think. Or was I B Buster? Was I still using the Ball Buster? Yeah, all right. I, maybe I was still using from my uh, my uh, View Askew days. <laughs> I was B Buster there, so yep. I kept that going. 
I don't know. I, I do tend to like finding I, I do find it amusing when people get worked up on, uh, you know, Internet chats, you know. How did, uh, the, did it start as an Internet chat? Yeah, it started out on the website. And then Tom saw it and he called me out on the show. And that's, you know, and then I made the call and then we we had that connection via the call. But wow. yeah, it, start, it started as a post on the best show uh, website. Um, yeah, who knew? All these years later. Still One years later, Tom found himself on Exo Watch. Yeah. That was a great episode. Comes wow. around, goes around. But uh, it's been fun talking to you, Will. I don't think this is going to be the first. We, I, I, I like to bring P Greg's people in. Because I want to get, because <laughs> you've got the details on things I'm not privy to, and uh, I think the audience would be like to like to hear some more of that type of uh, those types of stories. I didn't. I knew you were in the ROTC. I mean, I, I'm still learning stuff. I knew you were in the ROTC. What when you were in high school, Greg? Me? Yeah. No. Aren't you? I, th I thought you were. In, maybe that's where I got it confused. I thought you were. I thought you were in the ROTC. You Hell were never in. No. no. Okay. All right. Well, that, that's where I got it confused. I, uh, I heard but, you talking about. I guess, this service, and I thought it was ROTC. I didn't realize that you actually, were in there for two, three years. Still just me, Mike. Still just Greg. <laughs> you don't have to be. Come on, come on. Still just me. Yeah, but there's certain details I I want to get straight, you know. All right, and I'm, I did, I'm, I did, I did, peel, I'm gonna peel away at this onion, bro. <laughs> but if you want to, if if you do want to hear me and Will talk more about our background together, uh, there is uh, on my album that just became available on Spotify, and they're like, thanks to Will, mm -hmm. uh, there's a big stretch of us talking. Uh, about about everything so oh okay oh yeah. it just it just came out two days ago my oh, big, okay my big uh anniversary box set of my ep i mean i still have the mixtapes but uh i don't think that was on the mixtapes where it was it spoken word stuff no this is something we recorded uh over the last year oh really okay yeah, just for this yeah, yeah. oh okay we'll uh, look back i'll definitely check it out what did i encourage all our listeners to check that out now on Spotify. Heyday? The happy scene. Oh, the happy scene. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm screwing it up. Well, Greg up. was in multiple bands as well. Mm, and I, I, I saw him, you know, perform. He, he, claim, he claims I pulled the plug. I yeah. still don't believe this story. Why would I just randomly pull a plug in a bar? That's not I don't something... Know. That's not something, something I would do. Rock. You didn't approve of the rock at the moment. No, that's not you something half, I would do. You were you were half a Coors Light in. <laughs> half a Coors you got Light. a little rambunctious. Yeah. Fuck this. No, Where not me. I don't remember this. No, I mean, it, it didn't happen. This is this is a I fantasy. Remember, I remember all of a sudden everything, the electricity went out. And I thought, oh, I guess their set's over. And I went over to the side of the bar for a minute. And I'm drinking a beer. And the guy's like, what are you doing? I was like, power. Think no, some some someone just unplugged it. You, you're back on. It's like, oh shit. This the Charlotte or what was the name Charles, of the place? Charleston. So I finished my beer and then walked back and rocked, blew the roof off the place. Charleston's still there. Uh, last I saw. Wow. I, 
I was walking down Bedford the other day and uh, my old apartment's gone. The, the whole building, the Halloween bar, everything's gone. Wow. That, whole... that is depressing. So the yeah. buildings are just being popped out one after another for these. Wow. Yep. Yeah, that whole block is gone. Wow. Okay. Can you even walk down the block? Is it just like wall to wall people? Like you, you can't, yeah. you can't. Really, it's that way too. Yeah. Crowded. Oh, my hanging out down there, so I've gotten back back there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the turkey's nest still remains. Yes, it does. <laughs> what about mugs? Is mugs still there? No, mugs has been gone for probably about five years. Really? Oh. What it is now? Uh, turkey's nest. No more styrofoam cups but uh and i i haven't been in there in years either but uh it's still there wow all right yeah well some institutions remain <laughs> i think that's the only institution that remain uh-huh yeah well thanks guys for having me on this has been fun yeah thanks for joining us will thanks for joining Croxton, us. check out his music we'll be uh sending links and all that in the upcoming days um I like to help out my friends and encourage people to check out their music. Appreciate it. Always. Greg, cool. any final words? Nope. Just no. uh, buy, buy all the stuff I'm trying to sell. That's all. <laughs> Some, sometimes I feel like, wait a second, I, I, I started this podcast, but why do I feel like I'm I'm just marketing Greg's stuff just, nonstop? Just, my, just Greg Wilson's virtual bullshit marketplace. <laughs> Did I, did I get did I get played? All of a sudden, you know, he's he like he agreed to do this podcast just so I can market his stuff. You just know, so I can I, push my shit out there. <laughs> always, always happy to push your shit for you, Greg. No problem. Thanks, buddy. All right, I want to thank everybody for listening. Hit Thanks, that Will. subscribe button. You know, our, our subscribers is sort of down. Let's pick it up, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa! Right. <laughs> But, but I see these I see these other YouTubers, right? Maybe you see this. I have this fascination with these audio files. I like women. Do you, do you ever do you ever watch any of these audio file uh, YouTube channels? And it's basically them holding up records they just bought. That's that's the whole thing. I love this record. This is uh, bad companies. This person's got twenty some twenty thousand subscribers. You know, God bless her. It's a it's a, a woman. You know, she she's she's like the only woman in this audiophile world. It's a bunch of older nerd guys, but she's mm. out there telling you what records she bought every week. That's it. That's the show. She's got twenty thousand subscribers. So come on, people. <laughs> what the hell's going on with Egg Foo? What we got to pick up the numbers? Pick it up, number. Mike wants Mike wants the numbers up, people. Get those numbers up, people. Mike wants to lock it down. Let's get the numbers up. Lock it down. All right, guys. Thanks All for right. joining me. All right. Take care. Bye.